Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Good afternoon and welcome in to this Tuesday, December 20th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer and Nick hanging out with you today. Colin was in for Rob this morning, so he gets the afternoon off with us having another basketball game tonight. Uh, That game, Hedgesville hosting New Life Christian out of Frederick, Maryland. Slated for a 7.30-ish tip. Could be a few minutes earlier, Nick, uh, but it'll be a 7 p.m. pregame show on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Yeah, no JV game prior to this game. So I, I don't believe New Life Christian has a JV because they don't have that many guys even on their varsity roster. So they have a freshman game against Smithsburg. Okay. And I believe freshman games are six-minute quarters. At least that's yeah. how it was when I played freshman basketball. So, so could get done early. Yeah, so that makes sense. Two less minutes on the clock should probably get done before 7.30, so they might start a little bit early. Frederick's where New Life's coming from, so a little bit of a trip, not too far. But an hour. Yeah, an hour trip, so um, would make some sense to maybe get it in early if you can, and uh, so just kind of you know be aware of that if you're planning on tuning in tonight, but I think it should be an interesting game. Both teams are 4-0. Uh, obviously... And Hedgesville's just loaded on their roster. Yeah, and it's a veteran team. I mean, a lot of guys. And it's it's kind of crazy how much, like, talent is on that roster. Like, you have a starting five, and then you have about three or four other guys that could probably start for most of the schools, if not every school in the Eastern Panhandle. So they have a very good team at Hedgesville. And uh, New Life Christian, it's hard to get a gauge on them since there's not a ton of information about the team online and, and stuff like that. So... Uh, was able to get their roster though, so I at least have some numbers and, and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, I don't know the quality of the private schools that they're playing, so it's always tough when you're looking at private school. Uh, but I think it will be a good challenge, and they are four and zero, so they've beaten the teams on their schedule so far. Uh, and you know, just looking at sizes and stuff like that, you know, it's a formidable team. So I think it should be a fun game tonight. And uh, I'm excited to see this Hedgesville team for the first time this year. Obviously, we know a lot about the pieces coming back, but they had some new pieces in King and Barclay. How do they fit in with already a talented team led by Wilkes and uh, Bull Duke along with Jackson West? So they have a lot coming back in Hedgesville, and they have some newcomers that have stepped up and played a big role. So it's a uh, intriguing matchup tonight. Yeah, it is an intriguing matchup. I don't believe very many other games going on tonight. I'll have to double check on that, but I checked last night. There, I don't think there was any besides the Martinsburg game. Martinsburg in the Panther Classic yesterday fell to Keenan out of South Carolina, eighty to sixty-seven. They're back in action this afternoon at three thirty when they play Franklin County out of Georgia, and unfortunately, we weren't able to go to that tournament. Uh, we went to the one in Hilton Head last year, but couldn't make it work financially this year. Uh, do it with uh, having to travel down to Myrtle Beach and uh, just for three days. It was it was going to be really tight anyway, so we just decided to not do that and uh, showcase whatever we could while we were up here. Yeah, and it is a tough decision, but I think yeah. overall we're up here, we're doing what we can, and uh, you know, haven't gotten obviously 
any box score or anything from these Martinsburg games, but they're playing some good teams. I looked into uh, their opponent from yesterday in Keenan. I mean, they are consistently, you know, winning record school in the state of South Carolina. So definitely a quality opponent um, for Martinsburg. And, you know, last year the tournament didn't go so great at Hilton Head in terms of wins and losses, but it did kind of let that team to grow and get better as the year went on. I think it also, that had a lot to do with the players coming from football last year. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, that was their first real action. That yeah. I don't think they even played a game because I think they they had one game scheduled like they did this year, but I think it might have got postponed. Yeah, I think that that is correct. So their first games were down there uh, in that tournament. So, um, you know, this year's team, it's a different – it's a completely different roster, really, besides Avion Blackwood. Aiden Jackson's on the max press roster. He is on the – I believe he is on the roster. If he was going to be on the team since Coach Rogers didn't – mention him for some reason in our preseason interview but uh, i do believe he is on the roster though i believe he's playing so you have those two pieces coming back that we know can play yeah and then everybody else is a bunch of young guys and and some guys that just kind of came out of nowhere and are on the roster so it'll be interesting to see how martinsburg performs this year but i think the getting the good challenges you know against teams that you would not see in a normal year is uh, good for them early in the season and should be beneficial yeah, definitely, and uh, we'll get to see them next Thursday and Friday as they host the Skip Fowler Inv- Memorial Classic. We'll be there again for both games for the EPAC teams. Jefferson will begin at 6, and then following that will be the Martinsburg games. But uh, on the girls' side, last night uh, we saw on TV 10 Jefferson beat Hedgesville 40-20, to or 49-20, excuse me, and uh, you know in that a lot from this building Hedgesville team. Yeah, it was a good fourth quarter for Hedgesville. I mean, obviously Jefferson didn't have its starters still in the game, so it's tough to get you know, a read on that. But even seeing execution, because that's what it's really about for yeah. Hedgesville right now. Can they execute at a consistent level? Uh, through three quarters, you didn't do that, but in the fourth quarter, you showed some life and, and some potential. So, look, this team's going to have a tough season. I think it, that's pretty much a guarantee but if you can get this team playing better each and every night and like coach Faircloth said in his pre-game interview maybe by the end of the year they can pull off an upset and and make a run so we'll just have to wait and see but right now it's going to be tough and it's going to take a little bit before this team starts playing consistently for four quarters but you had a little bit of a spark there in the fourth uh Jefferson did what it was supposed to do I think is yeah. the takeaway and again, tonight we'll have Hedgesville hosting New Life Christian on the boys' side. That'll be a 7 p.m.-ish pregame show with a 7.30-ish tip. Uh, Nick and Dylan will have the call for you on TV 10, Talk Radio WRNR, WRNR TV, WRNR TV on YouTube. But uh, that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. After this two-minute break, we'll be joined by uh, – former Shepard Rams running back now as he's declared for the 2023 NFL Draft. Ronnie Brown will get his take on uh, his last season, the ending to the season, and what's next for uh, the All-American. After this two-minute break, you're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. 
dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Looking to buy a home in the Eastern Panhandle? Thinking about making that big move but don't know where to start? Then call Chris Ross and the Milestone Real Estate Group. Chris is a Martinsburg High School graduate and knows the local market, and he's proven it for the past 15 years at Milestone Real Estate Group. Looking to sell or buy a home? Phone 304-579-7349. That's 304-579-7349. Or go to callchrisross.com. Making Milestones is our business. For you guys who wait till the last minute to buy her gift, check out our winning play that scores big in your home on Christmas morning. Ready? Hike into your car, rush to our store, but don't speed. Then we huddle over the cases, pick the perfect gift, wrap it, and hand it off to you. You rush out with the winning gift held tight. And on Christmas morning, you hand it off to her. She opens it and baby, it's a touchdown. She loves it. Ready for the winning play? Come see us at Bechtel Jewelers, Route 11 South, Inwood. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best spot to catch all your favorite teams. Join us Monday for Dollar Wings and Monday Night Football. Thursdays on the patio for the Cornhole Tourney. Friday Night Lights with Happy Hour Specials or Saturdays during or after the college games for Steak Night. Get a ribeye or New York Steak for just $26.95. Ollie's has great food and drink menus too along with 17 TVs to watch any game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Dumps it down underneath to Ronnie Brown. Brown makes a man miss at the 40. This could be trouble. Ronnie Brown inside the 35. Cuts it back toward midfield. Ronnie Brown, you are ridiculous. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. One of many amazing calls Nick had this year of amazing Ronnie Brown runs. Uh, we'll welcome the man to the program right now, Ronnie Brown. How are you doing today, Ronnie? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming on. You make the announcement over the weekend that you are declaring for the 2023 NFL Draft. And uh, we made some points on the show yesterday, Nick, specifically, uh, that you uh, really showcased out this year that uh, you have the potential to go there. And uh, what was the kind of the decision-making process into that like? Um, so it was a very uh, hard decision uh, for me. Uh, you know, uh, I love Coach McCook. I love Shepard Rams. You know, I I love the atmosphere. I love everything about them. So it was really a hard take on what I should do. Um, I felt like, though, for my son and for my family, that was the best outcome for me. Um, felt like that was the, the best thing to do. Um, I felt like, it, it, like I said, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, pros and cons with it you know but if if i don't bet on myself and the opportunity presents itself and i don't take that leap i would never uh forgive myself for it you know ronnie uh obviously declaring for the draft so what is your kind of plan to get ready for the draft and uh pro day as well 
Uh, the the biggest thing is uh, keep my nose clean and and, and getting to the grind. Um, my uh, my agent Jason Bernstein, uh, he's definitely uh, got me going in the right direction and uh, very confident on what we uh, got going on. Um, just basically, like I said, we're gonna train and uh, do what I know how to do best. And for you, you had an, an amazing season that uh, you know it's kind of kind of not kind of running under the radar a little bit to some extent. I mean, you had 219 carries for 1863 yards, 19 touchdowns, had five touchdowns to the air and a you know 19 kick returns for 546 yards. And uh, you know, you obviously come out in this class uh, with two other guys and you mentioned uh, prior to that you're going to be training with Joey Fisher uh, down in Florida. Tyson also training down in Florida and that's going to be a, an amazing pro day up here just the three of you putting it on display at the Rams stadium one last time for the pro day yes sir um i i like you said it's it's amazing you know to be able to to, to share the limelight with tyson bajan you know and uh joey I, I felt like uh we uh can definitely uh put on and and, and give something that uh shepherd can be proud of um and that's yeah that's uh that's about it ronnie when you look back at your uh career at shepherd um, started kind of lower on the depth chart last year. Then you started to move into a bigger role, and obviously had this huge breakout season uh, this past year. So, I guess what do you want to? I guess people to remember the most about Ronnie Brown when he was on the field at Shepherd. Oh, man, man, man! No, that's a good question. Most most thing I want them to remember uh, is me having fun out there. You know, me putting on a show and and giving the people their money's worth you know that's always been my goal that's always been how i played football if you're not loving the game there should be no reason why you're out there you know if you're not having fun with it then the sport ain't for you i feel like um they they need to remember me as a hard worker you know a loving person i love the fans like i said i love the community i love the atmosphere at shepherd you know i wouldn't trade it for the world i wouldn't want to be anywhere else so that's again that's why it was really a hard decision for me to make and ronnie what's kind of the last few years been like i mean you guys go through that covid year where you just kind of have that uh that one game in the spring against mercyhurst then you come out last year you're you appear in all 15 games for the team and uh you you're able to do some things you kind of break out start to break out last year and then this year you you just come on and it's kind of a two-headed monster the offense with tyson be able to do what he did this year and then you uh kind of being that kind of sneak attack being able to just completely dominate on the ground yeah see uh last year um i was just doing my job and uh playing my role you know we had i had a, a great running back ty hebron in front of me um we was the one two uh punch combo i should say uh he very he, he's a he's a very well good dude and a good running back so i me getting on the field and be able to follow in his footsteps and be able to help out the team as much as i can really uh made me happy and made a, a great impact last year and this year you know i had to step up i had some big uh shoes to fill you know uh because of ty hebron i knew it wasn't going to be uh easy um i had a uh, had to work hard you know on the off season and in the summer i was working with tyson so it kind of made it a lot easier on the, uh, the transition with that um but yeah I, I felt like um we had a great season i felt like uh everything was uh 
we was doing well for each other and doing well as a team. Uh, we did obviously fall short, which it, it happens. It's the game of football, you know. Um, not everybody can be winners. But I felt like uh, what we did this year is uh, we should have, uh, hold our hell, uh, hold our heads high, I should say. I'm sorry. Ronnie, I'm wondering, was there any other, um, I guess, options for you? Did you maybe consider transferring up to a bigger school, or was it strictly be- between uh, coming back to Shepard or going to the NFL? Yeah, that wasn't uh, – me transferring was never uh, an option. I felt like I could make it from Shepard. Um, I felt like all the tools, everything that I could ever ask for was at Shepard. Um, the love, like I said – the coaching staff, um, the team, you know, uh, my, the boys, the memories that I, I will forever cherish and remember, you know, uh, it's it's more than that, you know. I, I, and people could say, oh, you're uh, a traitor or whatever the case may have been if I did transfer. But at the end of the day, I was doing what's best for myself, you know. But, yeah, transferring was off the table. I would never, ever trade or leave Shepard or Coach McCook hanging like that because Coach McCook gave me the opportunity my, uh, when I was coming out of high school and did, didn't sugarcoat anything with me, kept it real, kept it 100, and that's all I could ask for, you know, and that's where the loyalty stands. Once a Ram, always a Ram, you know. So, Ronnie, obviously we've seen your, your game, we've seen you play, we know what you can bring to an NFL team, but uh, what would you say for people that maybe haven't seen you play or to an NFL team – what do you think you can bring to the next level, and, and why do you think now is the best time for you to make the jump? Uh, I mean, uh, for the people that hasn't watched me or never watched me, they need to go take a look at them games. Uh, the greatest show on turf. Uh, like I said, I take pride in what I do. I take uh, I take very good uh, care of my body, you know, and wanting to be able to be the best and, and do the best. But to for the NFL scouts and for the NFL teams, you know, I, I'm, I'm very versatile. Uh, I'm a running back that can catch out the backfield. Um, you can line me up at the slot if necessary. You know, I can kick return, punt return. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say I could do it all because I'm not a quarterback or I can't do, I can't kick the ball through the uprights, you know, but um, I'm very versatile and I can play different positions and contribute all around. And, Ronnie, obviously your goal here is to make it to the NFL, but knowing just uh, that there are other leagues out there that could help you maybe get to the NFL one day or just be able to play at a professional level, how does that make you feel knowing there's more than just the NFL out there right now if the case may be that you don't get to the NFL next year? Yeah, I feel like that's great, you know, uh, to be able to, uh, to climb the pyramid like that. Um like you said, the Canadian League, the XFL, and all these other leagues, uh, they're very good because it gives people opportunities that they would never be able to get. You know, maybe the NFL or maybe that class that you're coming in with or the teams already have running backs filled and, you know, that stuff happens, you know. And uh, I, felt, I feel like having different leagues is not a like, a, okay, you're, you're fully done sports, you're fully done football you know, hang up the cleats, you know, you still get that chance, you still get that little that little bit of light to be able to carry out your dreams. And Ronnie, you mentioned the versatility in your game, and I think one thing that uh, could help you make it into the NFL is your ability to return kicks, and you were really able to showcase that a lot more, it seemed like, this year. So uh, how do you think having that 
on film and with your numbers uh, will help you potentially carve out a role in the NFL? Uh, like I said, uh, it gives me a lot of room to work with. You know, I'm not just a just a running back, strictly running back. You know, uh, that's what I love to play. That's what I really want to play when I make it to the NFL. You know, I. But if, like I said, with the the team or if any other NFL scout or team wants me to go and and run slot, then hey, that's what I would do. I'm and I'm gonna play that with a thousand percent. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it for what it is and uh and run with it um yeah so i mean whatever whatever helps you know a team win or whatever to, that i need to do to be successful that's what i will do ronnie brown final one here our guest is ronnie brown the former now shepherd rams running back has declared for the nfl and ronnie what's the kind of parting words you want to tell to the the ram fans the ram faithful uh again i i, I appreciate everything that uh Coach McCook has done for me and the Shepherd staff. You know, uh, they they've always been by my side. Um, the fans were tremendous. I love every single one of them. Everybody that came out to support Shepherd, the alumni, um, you name it. Every, anything about Shepherd, that's where you want to be at. You know, I, I I don't have anything. I could never say anything bad about Shepherd because there there's nothing bad to say about them you know there's nothing bad to say about the atmosphere there's nothing bad to say about the fans it's an hour and a half two hours locally you know the dmv and uh baltimore you know you, you have great guys that come out you got great coaches that put in the time and the effort and the work uh you know i i've never seen the coaches work so hard in my life anywhere else you know and i like i said i applaud them and i applaud everything that they did doing still all right, Ronnie, thanks for the time, and hopefully we're talking sometime down the line. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me out. I appreciate it. All right, Ronnie Brown, now former Shepherd Rams running back, has uh, declared for the 2023 NFL Draft and bring you back in here, Nick. And, uh, you know, you mentioned it on the show yesterday that uh, that uh, this could have been the probably the best decision that he could have made for probably his family's sake and then athletically as he had an amazing season. And, you know, it's kind of hard to know if he's going to have that next year. Yeah, and there's no guarantees there, and I don't think Ronnie Brown could really do much else to prove to NFL teams if he's going to compete at Shepard that he's an NFL running back or an NFL player. So I think he's put it all on film. He has obviously incredible stats, um, and I just wish him the best of luck. I really do hope that something works out for ronnie brown because he's, he's a good guy hard worker yeah. and uh always been nice to us yeah very talented player and i i just wish the best for everybody at shepherd obviously yeah. and, and we hope that tyson and joey find their way as well but ronnie kind of surprised us when you tyson and joey were seniors so wanted to get him on the show here first to kind of talk about why he decided to leave and i think his reasons are all very valid yeah and they are and uh hopefully wish him the best of luck hopefully we talk to him maybe around pro day time as uh we're trying to make ourselves available out there maybe a live show from the rams pro day depending on the time yeah and Uh, what the restraints are on that i don't know we'll have to figure that out 
I can remember covering the pro day at Marshall. There was always some some rules about what you could shoot or whatever you could yeah. talk about and tweet about. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll figure out what the regulations are. We'll try to at least get some sort of coverage of yep. it. Yep, probably. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You can go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk some more Shepherd Rams. Uh, more news coming out uh, that we did miss yesterday. Apologies for that. Uh, it was a big Ram-heavy uh, show, beginning of the show yesterday. We'll talk about that, plus Rams men's and women's hoops after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and Tuesday. 10 Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer deaths in the United States each year. But do you know the radon levels in your home? Home is a place to live, love, and laugh, not a place to breathe air containing radon. The Berkeley and Morgan County Health Departments are distributing free confidential radon test kits, and you can get yours at the Berkeley County Health Department office in Martinsburg and the Morgan County Health Department office in Berkeley Springs. Protect your home and family. Get your free radon test kit today. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, Spencer and Nick hanging out with you. Colin off this afternoon as he uh, was in for Rob this morning, but he will be back tonight helping us with the game that will air tonight on uh Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube has Hedgesville Boys Basketball host New Life Christian out of Frederick, Maryland. But uh, let's turn our attention back to Shepard. Yesterday we talked a lot of Shepard, Nick, as uh, a lot of things happened uh, since we had last been on air for the show. Uh, on Thursday, uh, it comes out Thursday afternoon, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach Tyler Haynes has left for a, a co- head coaching job at Cattle. I can never pronounce that school right. Catawba, I think is how you actually pronounce it. 
College in North Carolina. Uh, then Tyson takes third Friday night in the Harlan Hill Trophy. Um, Friday afternoon, or then Sunday afternoon, Ronnie Brown declares for the draft. Obviously, we just talked to Ronnie in the last segment. But uh, something happened Friday afternoon while we were at our office Christmas party that uh, we kind of just left out because we were a little busy while it was happening. And that was the fact that uh, Marlon Cook has announced his intent to transfer, enter the transfer portal as a grad transfer, I believe, right? Yes, he already has, I think, two degrees from what I remember talking to Coach uh, McCook about. So, uh, but if he, and we were uncertain about his eligibility because I was always given the impression when talking to him that this would be his last year, but I, I guess he does have another year of eligibility. So maybe I think the plan might have been, unless I'm getting this wrong, but. Um, in terms of what I remember from our previous conversations with Marlon Cook. I think his plan might have been this year, since he had this breakout year, is, hey, can I go out and play at a bigger school and maybe have a really good year uh, and then maybe put himself into the position to be an NFL prospect? Or, and, you know, it makes sense for Marlon Cook because Tyson's gone, so you don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like at Shepard. If you really want to display your talents, you might have to go somewhere else. Uh, so I think it makes sense for him. But um, if he doesn't get you know a great offer, he might just either play at Shepard another year or go on and do other things. I don't know exactly what the plan yeah. is for Marlon Cook. We'd have to ask. But, I mean, he does have two degrees. So I wasn't really certain if he w- would play another year or if he was going to transfer. Obviously, he put his name in the portal here. So... Uh, I know he's gotten a few offers. I think Stony Brook offered him. So uh, we'll see what Marlon Cook decides to do. But, I mean, big body wide receiver with some good athleticism. I think teams would be interested in that if he decides to leave or if he Whoa. decides to come back. Oh, UT Martin has offered him. I read it as University of Tennessee. I was like, wait, what? And then I saw at Martin. Uh, yeah, so you got UT Martins as an offer, as well as Nick just mentioned Stony Brook, and that just comes in the first couple days he's in the portal. I would imagine that this week, um, potentially, yeah, I'd say this week he might be taking some visits to some schools and hearing some more offers, because I know there's a lot of that going on right now uh, throughout all of college football with a lot of recruits going in and out. Um, I know that with the with Marshall and the Myrtle Beach Bowl, they had some they had to cancel some of theirs or move around some of their their uh, visits because they weren't going to be in town, obviously. Uh, but we'll keep you updated on what Marlon Cook decides to do. But again, he has entered the transfer portal with a year of eligibility left, and he uh, obviously leaves a lot after this year. Uh, kind of a you said a breakout year, and you know, looking at at his his stats here. Um, you know, obviously didn't have a great year last year, only appeared in seven games, one catch for five yards, and then he turns on the Jets this year in a 1,000-yard season for him. Yeah, it was really a you know, big year, and I think Marlon was in a very tough room to get playing time uh, with all the guys that were ahead of him. So this year, you know, I think Malachi Brown's injury kind of opened up an opportunity for Marlon Cook, and he definitely took advantage of it. It was unfortunate how his season kind of ended being uh, injured and not being at 100%. Maybe if you have him at 100%, Shepard can do some more things toward the end of the year offensively. But, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good season for Marlon Cook and uh, very intelligent guy, so we'll see where he ends up and what he decides to do. 
Yeah, we will see other Shepherd football news coming out uh, just in the middle of the show. Right when we started talking with Ronnie Brown, graduate student center Adam Stilley has been named to the 2022 Academic All-America football team as selected by college sports communi- communicators. He was on the first team. He finishes his college career with a 4.0 GPA as a health promotion exercise science major as an and, and undergraduate student while he's currently pursuing an MBA Again, we know he started all 15 games for the Rams this year. He's recently selected as the PSAC Football Champion Scholar and was a second-team All-PSAC East choice this season. Congratulations to Adam Stilley, who will be moving on from college football with ending his final year of eligibility. Uh, let's move into some Shepherd basketball. Shepherd men's basketball got a win last night. Junior guard Daniel McLean Corley had 16 points, six rebounds, and two steals. As Shepherd won over Clarion 54 52. They're now 6 and 4 and 3 and 1 in the PSAC. Uh, he uh, connected on six of 16 shots from the floor, two of nine from beyond the arc. He was two of two from the free throw line. John Preston had 11 points, two rebounds. Junior guard Philip Jordan had 9.6 rebounds and three assists. But uh, Shepard is kind of getting into the swing of things. It'll be interesting to see if uh, they get uh, get a – why am I blanking on his name right now? Cam Dorner. Cam Dorner. If Cam Dorner decides he wants to play basketball after the football season. Yeah, it will be interesting. And, and how much would he be able to make an impact was the other thing. Yeah. You know, because you have to learn. You have to get in basketball shape, which is a little you bit gotta different. You got to learn the system. Shape, you got to learn the system. So there's a lot of things going on uh, for Cam Dorner. But um, in terms of just how the Shepherd men's basketball team is playing, They've been really competitive even in their losses. You know, they were close to knocking off Virginia Union, who's ranked 23rd in the nation when they played. So uh, this Shepherd men's basketball team is starting to put some things together. I think they could have a successful season this year, and uh, they still got a lot coming back for next year. The only senior on the roster is John Preston. So uh, we'll see how how they're able to build on this uh, solid start to the year, though, 6-4 and and, and getting some good wins in the PSAC. Yeah, Shepard uh, women's basketball, unfortunately, still looking for their first win. They fell 67-48 to yesterday to Clarion, uh, leading the way for the Rams with Sydney Bowles. She had 14 points, 9 rebounds, nearly a double-double there. Peyton Grant, the freshman, had 13 points. Megan Shipley with 8. Kendall Haggerty with 5. 6 for Kara Miner and 2, or excuse me, 2 for Kara Miner, 6 for Narisha Miller. And those were all the players, Shepherd players, in uh, the scoring column. They are back in action uh, Friday, December thirtieth, as they host Pitt Johnstown, looking for their first win of the season. Nick, yeah, it's like we said, it's going to be a growing process for this team this year. So, um, better performance than they had the other day. Um, hopefully, they can figure out some things and, and maybe get some wins uh, later in the year. But at this point, early in the season, this is kind of a team that was thrown together after a lot of players graduated transferred or just didn't come back and play so um we'll see how the shepherd women do from here on out but it's definitely uh not a team that we had high expectations for so we'll see if they're able to make some progress and get better as the year goes on under a first year head coach and julie kaufman so yeah we'll see it's a tough challenge there shepherd women right now to try to build that program back up to Really, I mean, you go from either the best or one of the best programs in the 
PSAC, and now you're top probably pro- at the bottom. Top so. 10 program in the country, really. Yeah. I mean, so it's a really weird transition. And I said, I mean, I thought Julie Kaufman probably has one of the toughest jobs in all of college basketball right now because of her situation and how this roster's currently constructed. So it's it's not going to be an easy year for Shepard. We'll see how they can do in the next few weeks, though. We will see how they will do. Uh, but uh, yesterday, Marshall gets a bowl win in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28-14. to 14, And uh, it was really about defense in that one, Nick. Yeah, and all the talk is what is Marshall going to do uh, with the quarterback position? Because I think Cam Fancher showed some signs of potential at times, but he didn't look great yesterday. Yeah. It's also, you just don't see many left-handed quarterbacks. Yeah, and he's just he's just not a great passer. I don't think it matters. Ten of twenty, ninety three yards, two touchdowns to the air, one interception. Uh, I Rash- think we just don't see left handed quarterbacks because nobody's allowed to be left handed in this world. <laughs> you so. got a, you got a gripe with that, Nate? No, I don't care. I'm right handed, but I'm just saying for the people that are left handed. You know, yeah. it sounds like you're you got something against them, Spencer. I don't have anything against them. I was just saying that uh, it's it's an odd thing when you look on the screen. It's you're not yeah. used to seeing it. It's true. Because, I mean, what is it, more than half the world is right-handed? I, yeah, because I said it's a right-handed world, man. They don't build the world for left-handed people. So if you're left-handed, you're, like, discriminated against. <laughs> All right. Rasheen Ali, 15 carries, 91 yards. A touchdown. Kalen Laburn, 21 carries, 90 yards. Uh, Rasheen Ali named the MVP of the Myrtle Beach Bowl. And, uh, you know, what a way for him to finish out a year where he tore his meniscus. And he was able to come back. I believe he's going to get a medical red shirt for that because uh, it was under four games that he was able to play. And then they didn't end the FBS. The NCAA said they weren't going to uh, count bowl games towards uh, anybody trying to get a red shirt. All right. But what a story for Rashino yeah, to come it back. It definitely was uh, cool to see. And um, I wasn't sure. I thought after last year, the year he had, he might go pro if he stayed healthy this year. We'll see if he does. Still, maybe put his name in the draft. No, no. Even think though so. he didn't get to play that much this year, I just think that you run the risk of getting hurt again. And you had an amazing sophomore year. Maybe he puts his name out there. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, Marshall gets the bowl win. They end a three-game bowl losing streak. It's true, and uh, first win for Charles Huff in a bowl game. So yeah. things look pretty good, up. considering how poor the offense looked at times this year. To finish the year nine and four. On a five-game winning streak? Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential for Marshall moving forward. They just need to figure out the quarterback, which has kind of been the story for Marshall since Rakeem Cato's left. Yeah, I mean, that's been the revolving story. Chase after Lydon Chase was Lynn, good for a couple of years, some, but he had some, some bad issues. issues. Well, and I, I think moving forward, that's really – if it, maybe they have that guy in-house, but that guy's going to be young next year. So I still think if you Cole can Pennington. go out and get a good transfer um, – you know, with some experience, maybe it works out better than it did with Columbia, but we'll have to wait and see. And uh, they got a lot of – they're going to have to replace a lot of guys, Nick. Yeah, but, I mean, they've had those guys on the team for quite some time. Well, they also got brought a lot of transfers in this year. I think it was 19 transfers. Yeah, Coach Huff, I mean, he'll be active in that portal. He has connections. He's coached at Penn State. He's coached at Alabama. So, uh, he's kind of been all over the country and – sure has connections at every school and, and can find ways and find guys out there so you gotta be excited i think if you're a marshall fan moving forward they're gonna lose at least 20 guys 
Eh. It's just crazy. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out like they always do. Uh, <laughs> they don't rebuild. They retool at Marshall University. They, they do have a pretty good bowl record. They have a good program. Yeah. Consistently, they're seven, eight, nine win team. They might not be fighting for a college football playoff. That's but not at least realistic at Marshall. Could University. be in a couple years. Who knows? Uh, All right. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Hancock Chevrolet. You can go to Hancock Chevrolet online for more. We'll be back after this two-minute break to uh, talk some NFL and wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hancock Chevrolet. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click on it, and it shows up at your front door. At Hancock Chevrolet, it is that easy. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a new or used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hancock Chevrolet will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time in a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Cumberland to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hancock Chevrolet absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HancockChevy.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want, and your new ride will be delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything, from small business cards to wrapping large vehicles. Our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your December 20th. 2022 brought to you in part by the Mary's Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 3634343. We're stopped by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer and Nick, happy to have you with us. Colin, uh, taking a well-needed nap right now. He's been here since, what, 5 a.m. He probably got here somewhere around there covering for Rob this morning. And then he'll be back out for some uh, basketball coverage tonight that we'll have as Hedgesville Boys host New Life Christian out of Frederick, Maryland, uh, 7 p.m. pregame show, 7.30 tip-off. Nick and Dylan will have the coverage for you on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube. But last night, uh, the Packers are clinging to their life now in the playoffs or their playoff chances after getting a 24-12 victory 
over the Rams. Rams now officially eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, Packers six and eight on the season, and uh, let's see. 22 of 30, 229 yards, a touchdown, and an interception for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones, 17 carries, 90 yards. But A.J. Dillon, 11 carries, 36 yards, and two touchdowns. The uh, the Packers are somehow staying in it, Nick. They are, but they do have a very tough schedule to end the season. So they're going to need some help to make it into the postseason. They're sitting there at 6-8. and eight. They got the Dolphins on Christmas, and then the – Vikings and then the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, you're playing quality teams each of the next three games. Um, but I do think Green Bay's figured some things out. I think uh, both their rookie wide receivers, Romeo Dobbs, has been productive when uh, before he got injured and then after he got injured, Christian Watson, Christian Watson has uh, played really well the last few weeks. So you have kind of that rookie wide receiver core and and those two guys I think have established themselves as talented players and then if you're able to get Aaron Jones going consistently like they did last night uh, you can do do some good things but it's going to be tough for Green Bay I don't think they get in because I think they're probably going to fall on one of these games but if the Packers do get in while I don't think they'll be a a Super Bowl team I think they could make it a first round upset or so potentially I wouldn't want to play Aaron Rodgers in the first round of the playoffs yeah, I would say that, that that's a fair thing to say. You don't want to play a guy that has great experience uh, to maybe mix, upset some things here. Uh, but uh, you put something on the show topics. Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh? John. John Harbaugh. He's the me. coach of the Ravens. You're right. I saw a picture of Jim Harbaugh when I opened up ESPN. Sorry. Why do you like Jim Harbaugh so I much? I don't. It was you the like Michigan, Michigan coach. Michigan coach was talking about their expectations in the college football playoff, but – John Harbaugh, a.k.a. John Harbaugh, Nick. Well, um, I mean, essentially came out and said that they're not going to make any changes from the offensive coordinator perspective. Uh, you know, everybody has been calling for Greg Roman to be fired, but he said, quote, we're together, man. We're a team. We're spending all of our time getting ready for the Atlanta Falcons with every ounce of energy and fiber. He likes that word, fiber. We got with a bunch of very, very good people what they do. Um, so, essentially, he's sticking the team together. And I think it makes sense in some ways, and it doesn't make sense in others. <laughs> um, I'm not, obviously, pro-Greg Roman because the offenses looked dreadful even before Lamar got hurt this season. But also, I don't, like I said yesterday, I don't really see somebody on the coaching staff that can just step in. Yeah and be the offense coordinator, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. He'd be an improvement. You know, when they made that move in 2012, they just had Jim Caldwell sitting around as a quarterback coach. Yeah. He's a former head coach, had won a Super Bowl at the Colts as an assistant. You don't have that guy on this year's staff. It's not like they just have Sean Payton sitting there for some reason who can be an offensive coordinator and maybe fix some things. So. Sean Payton wouldn't be an OC. <laughs> I'm just saying, hypothetically. Yeah, I know, but he would go to be another head coach before he'd be an OC somewhere. Yeah, he will hopefully be the Ravens head coach next year. Whoa, you want John Harbaugh gone? Yeah, if they can't figure it out offensively and he refuses to get rid of Greg Roman, I think it makes the most sense. They need some new blood in there. Um, if, wow. If they're, if they're committing to Lamar, I think they have really three options. They can commit to Lamar. And then in that sense, I think you need to make a move for Sean Payton if you can do that. 
Or if you're not committing to Lamar, I think you got to trade him, get rid of Roman because his offense wouldn't work with a different quarterback really, and go back to more of a traditional style of football and you go and maybe trade him and, and you're able to get uh, one of these top quarterbacks in the draft this year and rebuild in some yeah. ways. But I think those are really your two options and you can keep hardball around because he's obviously knows how to win games. But I just think the way he's his coaching style and his commitment to this this offense that hasn't had much success even though they have some talent um i just don't think it works anymore so i think if they're going to do that then they need to move forward with a new head coach if they're committing with lamar jackson in my opinion but we'll see what the ravens do in the offseason unless of course they somehow go on and win the super bowl which I don't think anybody really believes is a possibility at this point. But, hey, if you make it into the playoffs, can't count anybody out. We've got breaking news. Greg Roman got fired? No. That would have been crazy. <laughs> he just summoned that if that happened. No. Uh, a team just got bought. The Nationals? No. The Commanders? No. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. Billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia finalizes purchase finalizing purchase of the Phoenix Suns price in the neighborhood of four billion dollars, which uh, even though it's NBA only makes Dan Snyder's money probably go up if he's gonna make some money off this team. You always gotta commit connect it back to the <laughs> No, I don't. I The Wizards the play that, the Suns tonight, so hey, is that gonna like mess with the sun's heads they're gonna be like are we getting our paycheck this week <laughs> because we have a new owner and they just bought the team so maybe they're gonna be like worried about that and the wizards come in and end the 10 game losing streak tonight maybe the wizards and sons what time is the game nick probably 10 o'clock were you right you're right no nine o'clock phoenix suns host the wizards at nine o'clock wizards 11 and 20 uh, but uh, before we get into that here, we got a few minutes left. Bowl season. Uh, obviously, just one bowl yesterday, two bowls today. The 3.30 p.m., the Idaho, famous Idaho Potato Bowl kicks off. East, Eastern Michigan, San Jose State from Boise, Idaho. San Jose State favored by four and a half. And then the to end the night, Liberty against Toledo in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Toledo favored by three and a half. Um I'm doing pretty well in our pickums, our Capital One Bowl Mania. Good for you. You not so much. Eh, you got to have fun with your pickum. You know, you're going I, five and five right now. Yeah, I pick some teams just because I like two. them. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I think tonight I should have two wins. I'm All right. two wins. There you tonight. go. I think I had San Jose. I think I had Toledo, but I might have picked Liberty. I honestly don't know. You don't know. All right, I check that. Caps got a win last night. Ovechkin though held scoreless in the uh, in the victory. The ring, the Wings would get on the board with the first two goals in the first. Uh, then the Caps would have to counter with two goals from Nick Dowd and just send ten seconds apart to even things up heading into the third. Lucas Raymond would score for Detroit in the final frame with Eric Gustafson scoring for Washington to make it a three-three game heading into overtime. And then uh, Dmitry Orlov made this happen. Pass to Berggren, broke it up, and down on a move. He's got Orlov with him. Down. Could be a hat trick for him if he gets the shot, but he doesn't. Now Orlov with a shot. He scores! Dimitri Orlov! Game-winning goal! Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Detroit! Orlov rescues the Caps! 4-3, the final! 
Caps get the 4-3 victory there. And uh, they have now won seven of their last eight games behind the goaltender Charlie Lindgren, whose seventh game in eight tries. There was only 22 seconds left on the clock there in overtime. The Caps hit the road to take on the Senators on Thursday night in Ottawa. Puck drop set for 7 p.m. there. Uh, But that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Shout out to uh, Ronnie Brown for coming on the show, talking about what's next for him after declaring to the NFL draft. Tonight on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube, more EPAC basketball action, boys basketball action, as Hedgesville hosts New Life Christian. 7 p.m. pregame show, 7.30 tip-off. We'll be there again on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube. And uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Please saying so long tomorrow.